We're on live, y'all. Hello, hello. We're back. Hello. What's going on, everyone? Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I'm Eric. I'm D'Air. And I'm Mike. And we're Dim. Yes, and we we're are. here. So y'all know what we're doing today, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I told you guys beforehand, mm-hmm. but the audience doesn't know. Hey, guys. <laughs> so <laughs> per usual, every now and then we tend to play these little games, these mm-hmm. little icebreakers. So we're going to jump into Never Have I Ever mm-hmm. since we did. I can't remember what we did last time. So I'm going to ask some questions. Okay. Well, not they're not questions. They're just statements. Isn't mm-hmm. this normally like an alcohol-based game? It can be an alcohol-based oh, yeah. game. Oh. We're not going to do that like on the you air. take a drink if... Right. Yeah. But um, but the idea behind it is that if you have done this thing, mm-hmm. then you're supposed to tell the story behind it. Oop. Oh, okay. So maybe we'll just do a couple. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get we'll jump right into the raunchy ones. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. Never have I ever had phone sex. Who's who's first? Wait, so who's the going rules first? Are if we have, we're gonna <laughs> talk about it. If you have, you're supposed to tell us about you it. Know just what? tell us a little bit about it. I. <laughs> I'll admit, I have had phone sex before, but it's been a long time. It's been since college. How was it? It was good. I'm trying to think of who it was with, though. And I know that sounds really bad. It's like, <laughs> how many people? Um, who was it with? It might have been with someone we all know. I won't say his name. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Does phone, does Skype count as well? I guess not, because that's like... Oh, Skype is even further, yeah, I would say. Further. Okay, because I, I do remember someone with that. That one was Okay. Because um, phone sex to me is like, you know, you just, you're literally just on the phone talking and yeah. they're the last whispering time I had sweet phone nothings sex, in your ears. Skype yeah, exactly. Didn't, Skype didn't exist the last time I had Same. You know what? It didn't. Yeah. Same. yeah. I was in college too. Yeah. And I, I had phone sex before I had like actual sex with a guy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember going to my closet in my, yeah. my bedroom. Oh, wow. To, like, talk, because um, I was still living in my parents' house at that time. Right. And so, um, and I was like, oh my God. But it was like my first little, and it, I was, it, was, it wasn't planned. Like I didn't yeah. think I was going to. Um, it's not like you could hear the guy's voice over the phone, but I was that paranoid. Mm. And it was late at night, so everybody was asleep, but I just went into the closet. I had a very big closet, um, ironically. Yeah. <laughs> a big closet to put myself into, literally. <laughs> but um, yeah, but that, and that's when, I'll spare you all the details. But No, we want the deeds. But I, I, I really don't know who this person was. We met oh. on like College Club mm. and exchanged numbers, and like I wouldn't be able to point him out of a lineup. Oh, you know, okay. if my life depended on, I don't know who who it is. Well, mine mine was with someone in the church. I'll say that. Oh, it was with someone mm. in the church. Oh my, and I'm so um, shocked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I enjoyed it because don't I, start. Yeah, I, I enjoy it because I like um, sounds. You yeah. know, not obnoxious sounds. Like that's one reason why I can't even watch. Um, <laughs> Nothing. I, I can't even watch um, like straight porn anymore. It's because the oh, women. Oh yeah, are suck so, my cock. Yeah, exactly. You know the women are screaming and hollering. I'm like, oh, you're. Oh, the girl, women, white women in straight porn are the worst. The worst. Yeah, and black much. women in white people straight porn exactly. are the worst because they, they, they try to do the same. Yeah. Uh, right. And it's exactly. that kind of. It's it's so. I like I like crappy. it to be like spontaneous. And you know, and it's a certain quality that has the tone the voice has to have. You know what I mean? So, yeah. anyways, all that but to say, so that's why phone sex for me was you know pretty good. If you knew how to like moan right and you could, you know, you know, say the right things and you I know, like and it doesn't take much mm-hmm. to make it cheesy though. Like and I was that's thinking true. like, it, that it does. And, I, and I singled yeah. out white people porn, but to be honest, even black gay porn, it's just that cliche sound like yeah, nigga, yeah. It's like the same typical. Yeah. 
stuff is almost like you could recite it by rote. It's yeah. just yeah. not. Yeah. It's so cheesy, and I, I find myself laughing, and I can't. Like mm-hmm. there have been times where I've literally turned on porn and bust out laughing. And I just had to turn. Like I just yeah. can't. I can't. <laughs> it's just so cheesy. It can. And be you very naked cheesy. and like a fitted cap and some Tims, and like I just mm-hmm. and like yeah, nigga, and you out and like in just a random like sound stage, <laughs> right. like yeah. with exactly. the band. Said, right. It's just it's just random as fuck. Like with a right. plant, like you know, like with a fake plant, like with a fake with a fake plant by the mattress put in the middle of the room and. It's just like it's just kind of weird. Like no, it's just, it's just don't even make no sense. Like <laughs> don't give me some role play. But then sometimes, yeah. but, and the thing with that, sometimes the storyline be too much. Like okay, y'all doing too much now. Like the acting mm. is horrible. Like maybe I should just. Well, with phone sex, it. have you ever had somebody say something that you felt was funny and throw you off the mood? You know what? I cannot remember. I only have. I've only done Honestly, it yeah, your one turn, time, yeah, but story. I've yeah. I've not had that happen. Yeah, and I, I hope to God it never does. <laughs> if I ever have phone sex again, right. But it's been since 2004 since the did last you time enjoy I did. It? I did. It was it was very good. I had a visual to go with it, mm-hmm. so All it, was, right. it was good. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> I do remember. I'm sorry, I didn't even cut you <laughs> Mike, off. Come on, gas. I'm gonna say Mike just had a that's that so a raven real, moment. That was a real <laughs> Michael just had a that's so raven <gasps> vision. <laughs> I you cannot remember. Right. <laughs> you know, now see now my memories are 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 inter- are mingling with what either read in a um what is his name. Uh, Elon Harris. Yeah, Elon Harris book. Or did it happen to me? No, I think it was in a book. It was in a book. Oh. Yeah, it was in a book. Cause, and we, I know that's what I think about is. cheesy. And uh-huh. so in the book, I think there was a scene where they had phone sex, and he was like, "Do you have your mayonnaise?" Or is the mayonnaise about to come out? Or something cheesy and nasty like that. I've had what, issues which book like was that. This? Mayonnaise. It was one of Elon Harris's books, which are you don't awesome. Remember which by one? Nah, I can't. I read them all. I've only read like two, but I just yeah. I remember yeah. like a guy being like, "All right, daddy," and then halfway through he was like. Um, can you call me daddy too? <laughs> and I was out laughing. And I was like, we, no we can't both be daddy though. Right, right. Like he was like, I just like it. And I was like, uh, it's weird, man. Like yeah. I don't I don't I I can't call another dude daddy. Mm-hmm. I think and and let me know in the comments, like for me, I feel like the only guys I've experienced who do that, like, and I'm not trying to be shady at all, but they don't have relationships with their own fathers, so mm, it's like a thing. Right. But I have a dad. Like, I call my dad dad. Mm. Like, and when I was a kid, I would say daddy. Like, mm-hmm. But now it's, like, wrong. But, but when, yeah. I, when I talk to my father, I'll say dad. Yeah. So it's weird to say daddy to another. Mm. It's, it's, I can't do it. No, it's you. very weird to me. It's, feel it feels inc- incestuous as well as emasculating. And I know for some guys, it turns them on. And I've had guys call me daddy. If you want to, fine. But mm-hmm. even that I kind of wince a little bit inside, mm. and it's like, oh, daddy. It's like, ah, yeah, right, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that hasn't been something that I've really been into. I mean, if someone wanted to call me that, that's fine. I've never felt the need to say that to anyone else, though. Yeah, yeah. me neither. You know, actually. titles are cool, but maybe in my head, but never. <laughs> yeah. I, I've had guys literally <laughs> yeah, ask me, like, exactly. you want to call me? Like, no, no, right, no, no, I don't. No. Thanks for asking. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. well, I have more. Uh, let's see. Never, oh God, never have I ever had sex with more than one person at the same time. I've never done that. No. I'm too mm. selfish. I need one-on-one. Mm-mm. Well, I have. I've had someone, tr- <laughs> yeah. I, I've had well, someone. I've talked tr- about my experiences yeah. Oh, yeah. before. I, I will tell you this, because yeah. this is short. I've had someone try, and I was so pissed because he caught me off guard. He tried to surprise me, mm-hmm. and, um, and I was so pissed. I was like shaking with rage because he sprung it on me unexpectedly. Yeah. And it was also during a time when I was still super closeted. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, and I was just starting to kind of become known-ish. Right. And I had like a song on the radio here and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I was scared on a number of levels. Yeah. But I just couldn't. And also I was really falling in love with the guy. And I was mm-hmm. like, why are you bringing somebody else in? It really fucked with me. But the idea of a threesome, 
it's just not that hot to me. Mm. But I'm a little weird in that way. No, I feel you. You know, I I was propositioned in college, but it was actually a gay guy and his best friend, straight girl. You know, oh, wow. yeah. And so they wanted to have um, a threesome, but I didn't. Mm. You know, that was when I was like really like holy. <laughs> so no. But as far as the threesome is concerned, um, <laughs> holy. <laughs> you know, I um, I am willing. Not not anything, but I'm willing to try some things for the first time just to see. But the only thing about a threesome for me, I'll, I'll be willing to try it to see. But the whole intercourse part, like already how my body and emotions are set up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I, we have to be into you to even really enjoy it. But then if I'm really into you and there's another person, am I going to feel a little jealous if they're getting a little bit more attention? Yeah, you know what you I mean? Will. It, just, it just seems like it's just too much. You will. But the idea, <laughs> I can see how the idea can seem hot. Or whatever, um, but I don't, if you're I don't, the one getting more of the attention, you might feel like, oh, this is great. Yeah, I've had fantasies like kind of, like on my birthday, like <laughs> kind of. Oh well. Well, you're the expert here. <laughs> Share. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, for me it was it was. I mean, the experience itself was like, okay, this is interesting. I didn't want to do it, mm. but at the time, I kind of didn't have a choice. But um, um, we won't we won't go into those details. Okay. But um, just to be clear, you were not raped. Though. I was not raped. Okay. Because no. I'm just saying, like, nothing you didn't like have that. A show. Okay. No, no, no. I just want to be clear. It was just the situation was a lot. I think yeah. I've kind of sort of touched on it. Before. We talked about yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. I I don't think I went into all, all the details. The details. Came back to it. I remember it now. But um, but being the one who was getting the attention, uh-huh. actually wasn't all that great because. Mm. Number one, I didn't want it in the first place, mm. and and again, that's nobody forced themselves on me. <laughs> it oh, was yeah. just it was a crappy situation, and um, you felt coerced, like oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. So, that, so just to be clear, because I just don't want people like, oh my God, was the air? No, I like, was I was not like raped. Forced nobody forced like, me. You right. felt as if you had the to manipulation do it, or was, there would be repercussions. Exactly, repercussions yeah. that I couldn't deal with at the time. Yeah, no, I understand so, that. Yeah, it's not, it, it was it was it was interesting, uh-huh. but after I left that relationship, I never did it again. Yeah, like I, I didn't want to. Yeah, so. yeah. Like, as far as like real relationships are concerned, we talked about this before. But as far as what I've witnessed, for, like personal friends of mine, they have a threesome, and then after that, like the countdown begins on yeah, their breakup. Pretty much, yeah. And like within like a month, yeah, it's it's done. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's see here. Never have I ever done the walk of shame. That's when you have sex with someone, and then next night people see you walking somewhere. Well, basically, like the next walking morning, home, you, or coming you, in, you just leave, or yeah, yeah, or yeah. I've definitely done walks of shame. Yeah, I guess I've I done a few. Yeah. I've done a few too, <laughs> especially because back I, in my heyday, especially when I had roommates <laughs> back in the day, and I would come in, they'd be like, "We're okay." With the same like, clothes. Like I come in and they're eating breakfast. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. And I'm like, same hey, clothes you had on last hey, night. <laughs> and you know what's funny? When I was closeted, I would come in to like both my brother and my cousin I used to live with. They had jobs that required them to get up very early in the oh, morning. Oh yeah. And because like yeah. my back in the day, like Marcus used to work at Safeway, like stocking shelves, mm-hmm. and my and my cousin used to work for UPS. So they both had to get up really early. Right. So I would come in. And they'd be like, up, getting ready. Mm. Like, oh, man, you was in some pussy. I'm like, huh, you got me. <laughs> you got me. I was, oh, with, I was with a woman. Right. And we were doing heterosexual things. And you know how that <laughs> gets. Mm. No, but I actually, like, I had to lie a lot in those days. Because I would mm. have, I was dating, I'm not going to say his name, but I was dating. Yeah. 
this is you know right. um gotcha. yeah so in uh and i had to like make shit up you know so it was just kind of i can't remember funny. any specific instance but kind of related i was caught in the act once you know oh. in college oh. with someone y'all know so I'll, t- I'll tell you after this is over. oh my but um but the thing <laughs> is the roommate was so drunk that he didn't know what was going on and so the person i was with kind of you know, suggested yeah. he just leave. So he did. But not to, like, be a Debbie Downer. But two weeks later, the guy that walked in on us was killed in a car crash. Oh, okay. no. It's not funny. Damn. but I, was, I know. That's, I, just, I was not expecting I that at all. That. that was too <laughs> was abrasive. That was too abrasive. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I was not. Damn. I just thought it was just kind of, you know. This is awkward laughter for the record. I don't know what I was expecting you to say, but not it was that, not though. that. I, it was, I felt like you sucker punching with that one. I know. That's that so is, crazy. Well, wow. It was just weird. It's just so weird that. You said not to be a Debbie Downer, but that's but 100% <laughs> Debbie Downer. It is. It really is. And then, long story short, he died in a car crash. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's that's, that's that fucked so crazy. up. I didn't yeah. know him, but it was my roommate's roommate. Okay. I mean, it was my the person I was having sex with, their roommate. Oh, well, damn. damn. So, but w- I, I'll tell y'all this though, just to kind of lighten it up again. When he walked in, because this is when I was in college, closeted. Yeah. When I tell you, my heart went through <laughs> the mattress yeah. and into the floor. I was so scared. I was frozen. You know, I just. I oh mean, what God. can you do? And you can't. Man, there's nothing you can do. I mean, no, we literally I told, I've been I've been discovered by the cops before. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Oh. I I feel you. Like I know yeah. what it is. Be like, oh my God! Like, <laughs> what am I gonna do? What am I gonna right. do? That is so yeah, scary. So yeah. So I I, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. It's just not gonna. Win. That was actually one of the questions, but I was gonna avoid that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you answer the question? I didn't. Um, I was gonna move on. Oh no! Walk of shame. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I can't remember specific instances mm-hmm. or how it felt. Well, I, well, I wasn't embarrassed or anything. I was just like, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. is. Well, I think part of the walk of shame is that somebody has to kind of like. Well. Was was it general public or was it family? Was it friends? Did you have roommates who saw you? Had, like who who shamed you? I had roommates you? that were like, "Oh, hey, good morning, <laughs> yeah. good morning, Starshine." And I'm like, "Good morning." Right. I'm like, "Oh, okay." Morning, so where where did you go last night? Nowhere. None of your business. Well, no, right. some of the roommates you've had, nobody really have room to judge. <laughs> if you're listening, no, no comment. I, I dare you point out the lie to me, and and we can begin from there. Yes. <laughs> so, no comments. <laughs> we'll begin specify- with the lie and work our way up. I'm not going to specify a time frame, <laughs> an address, <laughs> a city, or it's state. It's been many years. You have many, many roommates. I have. Actually, yeah, yeah. You, I have. DeMarcus has lived. <laughs> I yes. sure have. <laughs> you know what? Mm. And we're going to leave it at that. Um, <laughs> I have a couple more. <laughs> Never have I ever called someone the wrong name during sex. I definitely have not, but I have definitely thought about somebody else. Me too. I've mm. thought about somebody else. I've come very close. I've come very close. Very close. Years ago. Just in case. Yeah, same, same for me. <laughs> years it was, ago. It was years ago, and it almost <laughs> slipped out. It almost yeah, slipped out. it was out. many, many years ago, yeah, and yeah. I was on the verge, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, would have been. It was funny. I remember yeah. thinking to myself, Ooh, like, "Oh wow, shit like this really happens yeah, in real life." Because yeah. yeah. you know, because I, if you really like, yeah. you really focus and yeah. thinking about that person, mm-hmm. it's so easy to just say the name. It was one of my first times messing around after I'd gotten out of a relationship, mm. and so and I was at the peak of you know whatever, and I was like, "Oh," into the almost ooh, almost came out almost yeah. like by force of habit. Yeah. You know, I wasn't trying to be hurtful or anything. I just right. Yeah. No, I feel you. Uh, 
Never have I ever made out with a stranger. So is that like a one night stand in a sense? I mean, not that you have to have sex, but something you make. A one night stand is sex, though. Oh well, okay, yeah. Making out is not a one night stand. I've definitely made out with strangers. I think making out with a stranger is like when you're at a party and y'all start kissing. And you just start kissing. Yeah. And okay, so it can be. Oh, okay. Um, I'm sure I have. I just I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of when or who. I definitely have. I have. I have. Yes, I have. Years yes. ago, yeah, at, a at a party in, at, in Atlanta, yeah. this dude was like, I just, a dude I was dating was like, I just really want to see you and this guy kiss. And I did it because I wanted to be. And I, I, I wasn't really even particularly turned on, but I didn't want to be like mm-hmm. the lame stick in the mud dude. And I was like, well, let's just kiss him. And the dude was extremely attractive. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't like, it was so hard to want to kiss this yeah. guy. But, um, and then he wanted us to have sex. Uh, he wanted us to do a three-way. I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I, I can't. I, no, I just I can't. can't. Kissing was one thing, but, like, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I've done that. Yeah, the kissing is fine. Making out is fine. One night stands. That's not on here, but have you guys ever had um, one night stands? one night stand before? <laughs> so, a one night stand is when you have sex with someone. You don't see them no more? Pretty much. It's like NSA. Yeah. Yeah. No strings attached. And it has to have it has to be intercourse. I think right? also one night stand to me implies you just have to be intercourse. I feel like you okay. just meet the person and you have sex that first night. Oh, and then, yes, yeah. I have. And yeah. then like And yes. then maybe you don't see them ever yeah. again. Yeah. Oh no. Cause mine usually Can a one night stand be with somebody you've known for a long time? I don't because think then, so. Yeah, I don't think that's yeah. how that works. I don't works. think that's how it yeah. works. I think it's just yeah. somebody yeah. you meet someone, y'all have sex, yeah. and then it's and done. Then you part one and done. It's a one and done. Yeah. No, mine usually have re- there were repeats. Okay. I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> no, I believe you. I'm I'm smirking. Some my mind is in, in, immediately going through the rolodex of who we know. <laughs> and so I'm like, hmm, repeats. Yes. They yeah. re- I've seen them again, and I've I've messed with them like again. A I'm trying to think of them just one time. <laughs> one thing I'll say that I know you and I have in common, me, me and you, Mike, is that mm-hmm. I think, and dear, you might want to chime in. I don't know if you're how you are now. But I know I can't have sex with somebody and not feel some kind of emotional. Yeah. I'm Listen. not good with just messing yeah. around and feeling nothing. I, honest, I don't. I don't yeah. work that way. It's, yeah. it's the same. Yeah. It's the same for me. It doesn't. It doesn't. It never works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've tried. Like, I, I have had a yeah. one night stand. Yeah. Cause I, I tried to be that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it got really. I couldn't. I'm not. I just can't. Like I can get aroused by you for just meeting you, and we can have sex. I. I've mentioned it before, but the guy that you, I don't even know if you really remember him, but he was like a football player. Mm-hmm, I do. Yeah. And we did whatever. And it was, I just, I pushed myself to do it because for one, he offered it up, like literally like, mm-hmm. like laid on his stomach on the bed, like, let's like go for it. And, but, but, <laughs> <laughs> but when it was over, he wanted to like. I don't know. He wanted to like meet back up or whatever. And I just felt I awkward because mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. I felt like we'd done it all the way backwards and it felt weird. And I, I, and then I started thinking like, who else have you let do this? Mm-hmm. And I know that's really fucked up because I did it, mm-hmm. but, um, mm-hmm. it was like, well, you, you thought about that after you ran up in him, right. but, um, right. <laughs> and yeah, but yeah, I just, they've been very few. They've only been two one night stands. Now, when I was dating girls, I had a lot of one-night stands. Mm-hmm. But like I've said a billion times, I was trying to prove something. I wasn't no player with it. I was, tr- I was trying to prove something to myself that I could. Oh, I and so I, I did that a lot yeah, but that for, for a time. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, with guys, I've only done like twice. Yeah. And both I times think, I regretted it. I think the reason my mind was, were repeats because when I first started getting sexually active, um, 
again back in the church it was like it was in my circle yeah you know what i mean so we would see each other at the next service or the next one rehearsal <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so it couldn't be one night stand you know but then, but then like, right right <laughs> but i've never you know met anyone at a bar or anything like that. not that it has to be at a bar for when i stand but um i just haven't had that you know but yeah you better you better get you a an anointed <laughs> yes <laughs> this, this morning right right <laughs> and we slept the night away the anointing happened now we have quiet rehearsal for the first day <laughs> it was something else. Mm. All right, this will be the last one. Um, okay. I'm going to kind of modify. Well, I'll ask it both ways. So, mm. never have I ever stopped kissing someone to say what's, or stop kissing or having sex with someone to say, what's your name again? Or never have I ever kissed someone and didn't know their name. Mm. That's easy for me. No, I, I've never been in that situation. Definitely not the first one. Not know their names. No, I was. Yeah, I was, no. Mm-mm. I have to think. Sorry. Yeah, I had to think um, too. A lot of these I got to think back to my college days, but no. Have I ever kissed someone and didn't know their name? Probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey. Honestly, I don't know. I remember I was at a party once, and there was just a lot of kissing going on. It started out as like spin the bottle. <laughs> started out as a spin the bottle type thing. And then next thing you know, everybody was just kissing on everybody. Mm. And I'm pretty sure there was somebody there. I don't remember who their, mm. what their name was. Mm-hmm. But it was just kissing. It was just mm. kissing. Yeah. No. So, yeah, I guess I could say yes. Okay. Without there being a 100% certainty. I don't know. Right. But let's just say yes. Yeah, if I have, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So oh. it's the end of that. If we've learned a lot more about each other. Yes. Those are fun. <laughs> I love doing those. <laughs> <laughs> So, I know there's um, something we're really, really going to dig into, but just really fast, have you guys heard about the R. Kelly situation? Yes. Yeah. I have. Yeah. So, the only pro- I wish I would have read more details, but apparently there's a cult of women that he's been keeping under his influence. Because I think they're above 18. Right? I think so. But I think some of them maybe he met before they were 18. I'm not sure. Yeah, like 14, 16. Yeah. Or 16. 15, 16. I wow. Think that's all. I don't know all the details. I don't either. But I know that there was a, um, what is it called? A, um, a con- like, what is it? Press conference. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and I saw the black girl talking about how he told them when to use the bathroom right. and when and they the could father. bathe. And- yeah. There was one girl who said that she was not, it might have been the same girl, I don't mm-hmm. know, but I, I think she said that she wasn't doing it against her will or right. anything like that. And I know one family was like, well, that's because you're brainwashed. Right. Like, you know, he's manipulating like, you. It's, it's one woman, cult. I think she had yeah. braids. It's been a while, but she was saying that it was the prestige and his fame, you know, mm. his fame and uh, and his kind of like whatever. But I think that people who have a low sense of self-worth are not hard to control. Mm-hmm. I think the only reason why we haven't done it is because it's not in our spirit to do so. But I know situations in which all three of us, mm-hmm. I'm not going to name names or specificities on the situations, but there are situations where we could have controlled people in a way that would have been beneficial for us in a way, but hurtful to the person in the long run mm-hmm. because we knew that the person would kind of do whatever for us. Yeah. And so um, if you're an unscrupulous person who's like a pat- like maybe pathologically narcissistic or sociopathic, you won't think twice about controlling someone in that way. No, that's, um, true. that's true. But I, I, but in my experience, if someone is really into you, 
male, female, gay, straight, whatever, mm-hmm. it's not that hard to it's, like, you know, so that most people I'd like to think there's something in you that's <laughs> like, I can't do this, you right. know, to yeah. this person. Yeah. But using someone is not difficult logistically right. if they want to be used. That's and true. apparently, I mean, I guess R. Kelly has been doing this since he was... So yeah. first came out, Aaliyah was 15. Yeah. Right. But what I wanted to ask about that, and then we can move on from it at this point. Um, what is your limit, if you have one, to where the personal life of the artist is so um, difficult to accept that you no longer support their music? Because what I'm hearing people saying, why are we still supporting R. Kelly? Why are we still buying his music? Why are we still listening to him and, you know, doing all that? Like, what do you have a limit or does it? Does well, it I can personally you? say I haven't listened to R. Kelly anything in many 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 yeah. years i've, I've yeah. never been a big r kelly fan i've never mm, been a big r too. kelly fan but so. even if it were even if it wasn't him i mean i really don't know not for you i don't, I don't know i think I, it's a case by case kind of i think I, it I is agree too. and I agree. yeah i think it, it really it's gonna boil down to the what for me mm-hmm. the what and the who um yeah because i'm i can't think of any artists that i really love listening to that have done anything remotely like yeah. well I, I think i can think of michael jackson and the mm-hmm. allegations the allegations yeah. um, see even that like i i haven't listened to michael jackson since mm-hmm. all his old shit and again i was lines. never really big and i know i know it's blasphemous to some people but mm-hmm. i was never a really big michael jackson fan either yeah i like, remember during that time um i was like well it's the allegations but yeah. there ain't no proof you know what i mean yeah yeah true that's, that's how but it's kind of like it's kind of like the, yeah. the whole cosby situation in yeah. a sense oh, well, where people yeah, were, you know true. some people were i'm still not gonna watching. lie i'll be watching the cosby show. listen <laughs> i have i have favorite episodes i'll be watching the cosby show maryland to see the wretched no i feel you i feel you because i feel like i don't because i feel like i've i've never watched the cosby show for bill cosby right it really is an ensemble cast yeah and i feel like if you go in almost any show you could think of, you could find like you gonna stop watching Martin because Martin messed with Gina. Right. You gonna stop watching Seven Heaven because of I mean. the father. That's like, what I'm saying. They, like, limit, if, yeah. if people have to be a great people in every show then, you yeah. watch, you can't watch nothing. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you can't listen to anything. You either. know, so and so is a cheater on Grey's Anatomy. Right. Like, what show can you watch where everybody's just a paragon of virtue? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Where everybody's just these paladins and like right. you know, like yeah. what what show are you gonna watch mm-hmm. where that's a thing? Yeah. And so, what artists can you listen to? I guess if right. you have your own personal moral compass for how far somebody goes I mean. but yeah but yeah, I, yeah that's not um yeah but i, I think it's easy for me because i remember the only time i listened to r kelly really is when i had to sing i believe i could fly like right, in like exactly. an eighth grade and like eighth grade yeah, and he has right. some nice um what is it called cookout songs you know, I mean, yeah. not to diminish his work, you know, because I know it's, yeah, I, but I, I've never, I've never, side side, right, 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 and that song, that song used to fill me with anxiety because I knew people were gonna try to make me dance and move, and I didn't oh, want to do that, yeah. so I didn't really want back True. in the back of my nerd day, like I really didn't want to do that, right? Um, but R. <laughs> Kelly, I was never blown away by his singing, I never felt like he was a genius, and be like, oh my god, he's such people a genius, I never felt that, yeah, you know, I never, at least with Michael Jackson, even though I wasn't a big fan, I could understand why somebody would be enamored. Yeah. yeah with r kelly i'm like it's good for what it was but, but it, it wasn't, wasn't all that, that. like I, it just wasn't all that to me yeah. i feel like generic in a way i kind of like what? to say generic yeah, yeah. I, but you know what it is i'm sorry r kelly fans no, no i think i think I'm what sorry. it is it's a personal I, preference i think it has a i think music is just as much cultural as it is mm-hmm. like i think for a lot of people certain songs and en- like encapsulate like the soundtrack to their lives yes. yeah and i think if you grew up 
and your first kiss was with R. Kelly playing in the background. Your first dance, it was, I don't see nothing, nothing wrong. wrong. Like, okay. And that is low-key the jam. See, though, ever, I know all yeah. the songs. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just so, don't care about them, I, I guess. Just, I just yeah. don't care. I feel you. <laughs> I'm not, you're not going to hear me bumping into my car. Right. If it come on, I'm black. So if it come on, I'll be like, oh, okay. But, um, but right. I'm not going to just like be like, hey, dear, put on that, put on that R. Kelly track. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, it's not going to happen. Yeah. No, I feel you. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of this That's whole R. Kelly situation, to juxtapose, we have Usher over here. Apparently, he's had to pay some girl $1.5 million because he gave her herpes. Mm. Would you rather have herpes or $1.5 million? <laughs> like, um, would, you, would you have, would you rather be herpes free? Or have $1.5 million <laughs> with occasional outbreaks considering um, medical breakthroughs. You know. Because, <laughs> you know, herpes doesn't stay forever. Like, okay, you can wait. take care of yourself. Look, I guess think. you can suppress the outbreak. <laughs> you know. And, and I don't have herpes, so I guess it's easy for me to say. I don't either. But I guess none of us do. At least that, that I know of. But Is he giving it all to me at once? Or is this going <laughs> to be like. It's $1.5 a lot nowadays. It, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm asking. And is, after taxes. Am I getting this exactly all yes. at one time? Like just bam, here's a here's one point five million, or you know, are they gonna be like, oh, here's well, two thousand dollars a month? Type I've got thing. an annuity, but I need it cash. Now. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna have to call JG Wentworth. I'm gonna say no to the herpes. Mm-hmm. No, you know, I mean, good. I don't have. It's your only way you're gonna I'll, get that one point five. I don't sorry. have herpes now. I don't have no money now, so I'm still living. <laughs> I mean, I'm still making it. I don't know. I, I would mean, say if, if it was like right now, like today, right now, I might have to get the herpes. I'm sorry. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I mean, shit, it's something you can kind of sort of control. And yeah. if it's okay, if it's gentle to herpes, it? that's a little can bit easier to deal with than on my than on yeah. my face. Yeah. If it's on my face, no, I'm sorry. No, that'd be yeah. the worst. I've seen guys breaking. who got it from like yeah. I guess eating a girl out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they just have like hard breakouts around I their can't. face. It's that's, really tough. That's hard I to deal with. But down here, I can hide it. Oh, 1.5. Give it to me. <laughs> today. Wow. It has to well, be today. Hey, I've, seen, I've, seen it in porn, I've seen it in porn videos before where you can see the guy had an outbreak and he's trying to cover it up or got mm. like a, a sore or a genital wart or whatever. It's really gross to look at. Mm. I don't know. Like I wouldn't want oh. yeah. to. I have to live the rest of my life with that. I, don't, I, I couldn't do it. Yes, Not for one point five million. That's one of the reasons. Now, why if they said like ten point five or up, then you know, let's, let's talk. talk. I had the best treatment. <laughs> Usher's doing it. I mean, clearly. Hey, hey. I guess he Which, just he slipped up. Does this mean Chili yeah. has it? Mm. Well, it depends on if well, or his ex-wife. Who is he? Who is Go he? Baby, I don't know. Yeah, his ex-wife. Because his ex-wife came after Chili. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, not of course, but yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. Passing on during the, during his mm. outbreak mm. phase, I I don't know. Well, hey, oh, pay up. That? <laughs> but then I saw someone post that said, "Damn, Usher, I didn't know Let It Burn was literal." Oh god! Wow, it's just no. <laughs> I could do without the herpes. I'd rather yeah, I'd I'm rather good. not have herpes. I'd just rather not. If that's twenty five million, you. thank you. Twenty five million. Twenty five million. million. I might could find a cure for herpes. <laughs> I might could find a cure. Might and the thing is, and y'all know I believe in curing stuff naturally, mm-hmm. like low level stuff, like the flu or, the, or a cold or whatever. Yeah. But, um, or like if you get a cut, like I'll put some cayenne pepper in that junk and wrap it in a second. Right. Um, but like 25 million? I'm gonna have to think about that. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, real, I mean, come on, y'all, that's 25 million. And, wow. and it's not my face. Not your face. I might be able to work. Maybe I can do something through meditation and through herbs mm-hmm. and through like coconut oil works right. wonders for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Would you do a hundred million on your face? Mm. 
<laughs> Look, now I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't know. I don't think I would because really? I'm. I am a hundred million dollars. You know, I don't think of myself That's as like a particularly yes. vain person. But like we talked about in the past podcast, bo- I'm aware of the need for body currency. And as a singer, people gonna be all up around my mouth. Like there's no way I can avoid. Like you don't have to literally see yeah. my genitals. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you gonna have you have to see my mouth. You know, That's like true. so I can't hide that. Yeah. So, um, is there any amount of money that someone could pay you? One billion dollars, <laughs> like a billion dollars. I would have it on my face, Bruh. and I would figure, and I would, and I would pers- personally fund the cure. I really believe that there are cures to a lot of things. Oh yeah. It's oh, just that it's on, not government. smart to cure stuff anymore. Yeah, but, of course. You know, but I, I think that I, I don't believe that there's any kind of uh, disease, virus, or whatever at this point that's incurable. Mm-hmm. Um, under the right circumstances. So right. with a billion dollars, I'd Shoot. figure it out. One billion? Shoot. I'd be Louis Pasteur. Probably, not Louis Pasteur. That's that pasteurization. <laughs> Who did penicillin? Who figured out penicillin? I can't remember. Uh, I can't no. remember the name. But, well, I'd be somebody who invented some shit. Nothing. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. One billion, yeah. please. I'd be carrying stuff left and right. A hundred million dollars would have had me. <laughs> Put that shit on my forehead if you want. Uh, uh, you know, no. Uh, no. Let no. Get you some foundation. No. Man, we talking about a day a month. Come on. <laughs> Deal with that hell like a werewolf. I'll be fine. Oh, but that's true. Just stay indoors that day. Oh, wow. just, stay, just stay indoors one day a month. It's fine. <laughs> just stay in your palatial estate playing Xbox and stuff. Right. <laughs> like this is not so bad. I can do this. So it clears this, is fine. Up. this is fine. I can buy and sell your sorry ass. <laughs> you can't judge me. People will like what I tell them to like. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. No, we're joking, guys. The Shadowhunters. What's that? The Shadowhunters no. on on um, Hulu. No, nope. you should check it out. I haven't Sorry, checked it out, yet. That out there. I have to keep reminding myself that people cannot see me shaking my head, but no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no I'm like shaking yeah, my no, head at you like furiously. And, no, it's not good. Yeah, it's not good. people can't see that. Shadowhunters. All right. Yeah, I'll check it out. It's good. Wait, is that with the teenage white kids and they're like fighting like? No, I'm thinking about immortal instruments. Yeah, okay, no. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. a little bit older than teenage, yeah. But you know what I'm tired of? And y'all forgive me for this. I'm tired of seeing hot CW white people fighting and doing stuff. I'm ready. I'm just kind of over hot it. CW white and, people. And, and as, as part of why I can't watch Vampire Diaries, or, or I know it's going, it's over or whatever, going mm-hmm. off, or originals, because even though even I... The originals? I, well, this is the thing. I like Klaus. Yeah. I do like Klaus. And he's with a black woman. He's mm-hmm. with Persia White, mm-hmm. if they're still together. I but the thing is, um, not that that automatically gives you credit, but I, I like the, the character he plays. I'm just so tired of, like, super skinny, thin, like, eating disorder-looking white people fighting evil and having, like, love triangles. Right. Like, yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just kind of done. Like, I'm just kind of, I don't know. And I feel it's starting to get insulting now. A no, little. Right. I don't know what's wrong with me. Like I don't know what. No, I don't know what triggered it exactly. Because originals is a good show. It is. Yeah. But um. Well, from the episodes that I did. Yeah, with. I just. It I, I enjoyed it. it I, I think you like it. I don't know, but at, at one point, like Vampire Diaries, at one point I was like, okay. I got old. Ooh, I with in Elena, I was kind of relieved when they killed her. Yeah. Oh, was, she she finally died. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that a spoiler? Well, it's, it's not really. Is, it's off, so. Yeah, and I feel like everybody dies at least once. Right, basically. Like, basically. Well, if you ain't like, already been watching Vampire Diaries, you probably won't start now. Everybody's right? very Jean Grey in the Vampire Diaries. I think who hasn't died at least one good time in the Vampire Diaries? I was just like, like, literally every character died at some point. When she became a vampire, I was like, okay, I'm done. Who? 
Elena. Did oh, she, yeah. she became, yeah. But the, the, the thing is, mm. no, I like you, Stefan. Right. No, I like you. Right. What's, what's his face? Damon. It was, it, was, it was the whole uh, tw- um, Twilight, Twilight thing. You know what it is? I've never seen These books are written by plain Jane white women who really want to feel special. Mm. And so it's always a girl who has like two bro- like brooding, like handsome, like, like, um, a Taylor Lautner and a pale white. And it's boy. always the same thing. Like I'm so you plain. Know. It's I'm so plain yet also beautiful. Yeah. I am every. But Bella girl. wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that. what's the actress's name. I can't I remember know. her name. And and the I thing is, and the, like and the guys fighting. It's sure. like it's like a teenage white girl fantasy, or right. or or a gay white, or not even gay white guy, or a gay teenage boy fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like the guys are fighting over me. They're so handsome yet so dark and mysterious. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! Like it's the same thing every time yeah. i will say this it's like all the young adult novel based mm-hmm. shows like even like divergent and maze right, runner yeah. well not maze runner because maze runner was actually yeah that's okay i'll yeah. take that back mm-hmm. I, I just got carried away but <laughs> but, 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 but a lot you. of them but a lot yeah. of them just be like that yeah though. shadow hunters has a, a little bit of it has a little bit of it. yeah but. i will say that for me and and this is kind of sort of well it's unrelated but twilight i just want to just a real quick tangent on that Okay, vampires. Mm-hmm. The whole diamond skin thing. <laughs> the whole diamond. Butt. So, so you know, vampires they go out in the sunlight. Mm-hmm. From what we understand of vampires, they don't go in the sunlight because they'll burn mm-hmm. and turn into ashes and die. Well, in Twilight, you know, they walk into the sunlight and they they gleam because their skin they is like it's like diamonds. It is like yeah. Have you seen it? <laughs> Have no. you seen these movies? Okay. I've seen I've seen all the. So those, uh, that's all of them, that's yeah. why they don't go in the sunlight. They can only come out when when the when it's cloudy outside. They're oh. so beautiful it will give it away. Right. They live in places like what was what was it like Anchorage or something oh, that yeah. they live where it was like cloudy, it's cloudy all most of the, like, of the time. All, all the time it was overcast. Mm. But and when so, the sun shines, you can see how beautiful their skin is because it just shines like diamonds. <laughs> and, and it's then, a lonely yet beautiful existence. <laughs> 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 like talk words about. And then the werewolves, the werewolves. That we know, one night per month, mm-hmm. when the full moon is out, they turn into a werewolf. No, these dudes were animagus, and animagus is a, a person who can turn into a a, a wolf or whatever Whenever at any given time. Oh. So they weren't actual werewolves. Oh. So those were my gripes. I was just like, why y'all? How y'all gonna well, take these? Trying to, everything. They were trying to take say these historical the beings. Yeah. I think they were trying to say the legends are based <laughs> off of. These in in the within the within the reality of Twilight, I think what they were trying to say was the legends that you believe about vampires and werewolves are based on us, and they just have some, mm. you know, they're just mistaken. Mm. But werewolves really can change whenever and vampires glisten because they're so <laughs> they're so dreamy and lonely yet I was handsome about to say, the and pale. It. And then when the and werewolves pale. did and change, huh? was it a painful experience? So they could just change? It? No, it wasn't painful at all. As a matter of fact, it was actually pretty. It was it was pretty quick. There's times you would run and then jump right. Yeah, he'd be like running. Now, what was painful is when Bella, Bella, yeah, when she had the baby. Now that was that 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 made me cringe. I was like, okay, this is this is hard to watch. I have to say though, Michael, these movies are definitely for teenage white girls. Like, period. Yeah, and I was I was kind of dragged along to the movie theater to watch them, Mm -hmm. and I was. Yeah, I was I'm in good. situations where no, it was one of the things where the movie was on and I was present. Right. So I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna watch. I'm I'm here. Yeah. But um, it's not something. I'm at a point now. I'm at a point now where like I just really. I don't know. I'm just tired of of not seeing us. And I and I used to not be this person. And I can't even tell you. It's not like any particular thing happened that triggered it or whatever that I got angry because of the police. Or, no, it's just like after a while I was just watching. I think I was watching like Vampire Diaries or originals. And I was like, mm-hmm. I just can't. I just can't. Like I can't do this no more. Like I'm tired of 
white i think you know what it is subliminally i feel like i keep getting the message that like white people are like the original humans they're the first humans they're the people from whom all life flows they're the yeah, heroes they're the most true. beautiful they're like you know they're they're everything mm-hmm. and even in the originals like marcellus is like second banana and he has mm-hmm. to try to assert it like it's like he wants to be accepted by the original families exactly right. and even the even the black witches kind of like i don't know i feel like the white witches get all the main characters shine even though black witches are present and it's funny how when there were a lot of black witches on the show at one point white fans complained so much mm. and now that um that like white witches are ruling again i don't see no complaints yeah you know and so it's just kind of like i don't know i'm just tired of i'm not tired of white people but i just like the world doesn't revolve around them mm-hmm. i'm just i will say it is it. have you seen spider-man which one homecoming the newest one no okay then i can't is that say- the one that donald glover wrote for Did yes he? okay yeah but he actually wrote for that well well he was he, writing for something I don't well know he's he he read for a part. He wanted to be mm. Miles. But I thought he was a writer movie. for some kind. Or he's in Deadpool. He's, he's in the movie. Maybe he's writing for Deadpool. I oh, think, for the new for the the. I think so. The Donald Glover's writing for something. Oh, it must be the sequel I can't remember. of Deadpool. Okay. Yeah. And he right. was he was in Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, but um, it was very good. Mm. And there is so much representation in this mm. film. I don't know if Zendaya's in it. Yeah, yeah, mm. but there's more. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. And I was like, I'm here for this. So at least if you go see that, that may like curb your appetite. For yeah, <laughs> until February comes. <laughs> exactly. Then we'll Listen, all be up in let you know. I need to go get my African garb now. I know. We're I'm talking about Black right Panther, there. everyone. Mm-hmm. I might wait a little while because it seems like kind of kind of movie where some crazy white person gonna try to shoot up the theater. Oh, not, not wishing it on nobody, <laughs> but I'm just at the present social climate. I think about that kind of stuff. Like there have been times when we saw Wonder Woman because you had already seen it. Mm-hmm. Um and. I'm he not pointing at me, y'all. I had arms. Oh yeah, I've yeah. got to stop doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, but it, it crosses my mind every so often. Like, what if somebody just comes up here and just starts shooting? Like, nobody I ever goes to that. the movie thinking my theater is gonna be the yeah, one. Right. Or I'll be looking or, at the exits. Yeah, or Listen, in the tra- or in the like, train station see. thinking like my my like my stop is gonna be the one where the person goes crazy or my store mm-hmm. is gonna be you know. And so that kind of stuff crosses my mind it sometimes. My when I went too. to see Baby Driver, I actually did that. I kind of looked around. I was like, damn. What if somebody just walks up in here? I was like, let me keep my eyes out mm. on where I need to go. I played if it some out shit goes mind. down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I played out my mind like how we react. Running like scenarios, or yeah, like, like they do in anime. <laughs> let me run. Yeah. A, let me run a scenario. Real yeah, quick. I, do I do that all the time. That's yeah, that's I kind of think to myself like, if this happened, like that's what, would I what you need to do. Yeah, it be that's a shame. But so <sighs> anyway, well, I think we've come to the to the another to the to the main. Well, let's talk about education kind of and main. gay folk. Yeah, let's talk about education and gays. Okay, so this is the thing. I'm not going to go through the whole article. Y'all can look it up if y'all want. But apparently, um, a teacher and... Wait, this is the one that says... There was a teacher who mm-hmm. in North Carolina mm-hmm. who um, noticed that a boy in his third grade class was, quote, a little feminine. And so he decided to read a book to the kids called king and king Mm -hmm. which is about two kings who prefer each other over queens Mm -hmm. and the book was approved by the school board Mm -hmm. and he borrowed the book from the school's assistant principal so he read the book and the kids tell their parents about it Mm -hmm. and some of the parents flip out 
and the school did not stand by the teacher despite the book being approved and the assistant principal knowing what the teacher was up to. Um, sorry, I don't know why that's a tongue twister for me. Um, but people are asking, was the teacher wrong? Should the school have stood by the teacher? Um, is a third grader too young to learn about gay relationships? And I'm going to repeat those questions. So yeah. number one, was the teacher wrong? Was the school wrong for not standing up for the teacher? And is a third grader too young to learn about gay relationships? So you could tackle them one at a time. But do you think that um, was the teacher wrong? No, I don't think. And that's, I think that that question actually ties with the second question. Yeah, it does. Um, I don't think that the teacher was wrong because he went to get the, the book approved, the, uh -huh. the school approved it, and the vice principal gave him the book. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, exactly. no, I think that he went through the, the proper channels, as they say, yeah. to make sure that he was doing what was right by the curriculum. And then on top of that, the school to not um, endorse him, to not support him, mm -hmm. that's just really foul to me. Like, y'all knew that the book was approved, and you had one of your main officials, the vice principal, lend the book to him. So everyone was on board with what was going on. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand that when you get, you know, um, uh, pushback from parents that can be a tricky thing especially right. I don't know if it's a public school and if they're paying money or whatever but that doesn't matter like why would you put one of your own one of your employees out under the bus like that right you know what I mean I think and by under the bus just because anyone's listening what does that mean like why would you <laughs> not come to their defense mm -hmm. when you were endorsing them behind closed doors and but now a, that the it's a children's comes, book you know, like yeah. it is literally a children's book because yeah. I know some people were like well what kind of book is this like does this book have sex in it and I'm like no it's a it's it's a kid's book. Right. It just talks about two kings. Yeah. So it's not yeah. damaging. So I, I definitely think that he, he was he was not wrong, and the school was wrong to not support him. I agree. You know. Yeah, I think that um, I just I agree mm -hmm. with you guys, and I think that I even hear gay people say like, "Well, that's too young. We shouldn't expose the kids to that." Okay, yeah, let's talk and about my, that. And my problem with this, and this goes mm -hmm. to the third graders or two. I think the the reasons why questions two and three are even applicable is because they, they get this idea that third graders are too young to learn about that. In first grade, in kindergarten, I was hearing stories about princes and princesses. Right. We need to stop acting like I think the subtext is homosexuality is sexual deviance. Yeah. And so you can't say, and the thing that really kills me is a lot of gay people, it shows yourself hate when you're like, oh, well, um, you know, I'm gay, but I don't want kids learning about what it is no. to be gay at a young age. No, exactly. You forget, the thing is, I could tell you, Nobody told me what gay was, but I knew I was gay at six. Mm -hmm. I right. knew I was gay. Mm -hmm. yeah. I didn't know Same. what the term mm -hmm. was, right. but I knew. I just that, knew something. You knew something was different. Yeah, and when mm -hmm. I got old enough, when when I got then old enough, where boys were having crushes mm -hmm. on little girls, mm -hmm. I was having crushes on little boys. Right. You know, and I, when I was a young boy, and I could see all my classmates liking the other girls, and I wasn't. I would have a crush on a boy, mm -hmm. and so, and I did not think because there was no education for it. It made me feel even more isolated yeah. and it, it's even more damaging, I think, to the psyche. I think gay people, like, I think other gay people, it really bothers me because this is just something I've witnessed. Other gay people saying, oh, well, that's too much. And like in comment sections on Facebook and stuff, yeah. like I'm gay, but that's too much. We expose kids to sexuality at a very young age, heteronormative sexuality. Yep. Mm -hmm. So king and queen, every Disney movie Prince and, Every prince and princess, so it, it, you know, yeah. hero and princess. It's saturated like, in culture. Aladdin yeah. and Jasmine kiss as they ride atop with the fire, atop the sky with the fireworks in the air, or whatever. Exactly. You know, it's like the yep. Little Mermaid goes out of her way in her little shell or bra, bra thing to win Eric over, and, mm -hmm. and it's like going all out of her way for this guy. We we teach kids at a very young age to be superficial, 
And two, because he falls in love with her without her talking, right. by the way, just because she's so damn pretty. <laughs> right. Like, I just want to point that out. No, that's that's true. true. You know, just to be clear. Although, yeah. although he almost didn't give her a chance because her ass couldn't speak. Because he was looking, he was looking for, he was looking yeah. for that singing voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, oh, so, this bitch can't sing. So this he also wanted want. talent. <laughs> right. So he also wanted talent. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he was a little. He had a he had a old oh, a lot of high standards. He sure yeah. did. Yeah. He was like, "Where's the girl who busted?" Ah. <laughs> no, <it's>, ah. <laughs> oh my! Ah. Don't you know any words? <laughs> no, but anyway, no, no, that's so But oh um, my God. but uh, but I think that I wrote this to you guys. I'm just gonna reread it because I feel like okay. I, it's late and I can't collect my thoughts. Yeah. But I remember thinking so clearly that. Um, I feel like the fear stems from the remaining mythology that homosexuality can be induced by exposure. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think a lot of people are still afraid, like, oh, my God, if, if the kids see it, that's going to turn them gay. Mm-hmm. And, like, blacks in particular still see homosexuality as, like, a corruption of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And it kind of harkens back to our, um, our recent talk on Christianity and the per- pervasive harmful influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. our Christian culture has everything to do with that. Mm-hmm. And until we let go of this, like, like, superstitious belief Mm -hmm. in this like demonic possession kind of homosexuality Mm -hmm. we can't move on and like because we see we still see black people still see homosexuality as something you can catch right and like if you're exposed to it then it'll turn you gay yeah like i tell people a billion times i grew up in a totally heterosexual household heterosexual brothers nobody ever touched me nobody ever molested me i was not exposed to sex in fact i was very sheltered there are so many details i didn't learn about sex until I was much older than my peers. Yeah. And still I was gay. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew I was gay watching Disney movies mm-hmm. about men and women falling in love. Hell, I was like Aladdin cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jane's pretty, but Aladdin cute. Like, yeah. I remember, like you know, we've <laughs> yeah, talked about I mean, this before, yeah. but I'm gonna tell you, yeah. I, I remember watching the Sandlot and the little, oh the little Puerto Rican Mike. boy. That was I remember my, being like, that was my boo. I am really enjoying him visually. <laughs> I love right? him so much. I am really enjoying this. Like I, I and remember thinking, now. and I was really, and he's still cute. And I was so young. Mm-hmm. I was in elementary school, but I remember having like a crush. I would get excited. I didn't think of sex in the way I do now. I didn't know how sex worked. In it's kind of like it was kind of like a, I want to get to know that yeah. person. <laughs> like I, I, I want to meet this person. There was an innocence thing. to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was definitely an innocence to it. It was like it was like wanting to know him really really bad right you know i'm like yeah. oh i just wish i could get his attention yeah. right exactly you know or or to see in shows like yeah like just in especially those 80s and early 90s shows when they would be like um like i don't know a girl and and, and this guy was trying to get her attention and i would think like i wonder what it'd be like to have a guy like that guy after me right. you know and it'd be a fleeting thought and even mm-hmm. at a young age i'm like i know this is wrong right. i remember watching saved by the bell and seeing slater, slater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah, slater. and being like oh <laughs> Oh, I said, wow. how, can, how can I obtain him? Right. Like, what? What? Because I remember thinking, yes. I remember thinking like Kelly and Lisa and everything were pretty, but there was something about Slater. Slater. And also Zach during the beach episodes, he got a little thicker and he, he got did. a little tan and stuff. Mm-hmm. He got he a little, did. and his hair was like, you yeah, know, and I was did. like, oh, okay, boys, you know? Right. And so it wasn't, <laughs> and so, <laughs> and I don't yep. know if you've ever seen it, but Zach's mother is Asian, so in like oh, a brown Asian, like she's like Thai or something. Oh, so you right. got a little, because like, Zach don't, I'm not usually into white guys, but Zach, he, but he's he's half Asian. Like oh, his, his mom is Asian. Asian. Okay. I did not know that. Like look it up, and he dyes his hair blonde. His his hair oh, is naturally okay, dark. Okay. Well, that yeah. makes okay, sense. That kind of annoys me, but I, okay, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> but I'm he you. did it for the role, you I know. Got it, I got you. And so he just kept doing it oh, okay. because like okay. he started off okay. young and yeah, and he you. looked.
he 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 presented as white, and so the people just kind of took him as yeah. that. Yeah. But um, but I just remember like m- all my early gay feelings were in really innocent. Like I remember taking swimming lessons, and at my school we had a pool at my elementary school, and the in the in the in the swimming uh. The, the lifeguard, mm-hmm. he was very handsome. And I remember, I didn't think about penises or sexual intercourse. I didn't right. know nothing about that. But I just remember, like, we took a swim test. And um and if you pass it, you could swim on the deep end. And I was able to, and I could swim already because my uncle had a pool. A lot of people in my family had pools. And New Orleans pools were, like, a common thing in middle class, mm-hmm. whatever. So I could swim. And so, but if you could swim, he let you be on your own. But the people who couldn't swim, he gave them, like, attention. Did you fake? I didn't fake it. I didn't fake it. But I kicked myself figuratively. I was like, damn it, why did I show him I could swim? Because I didn't know. I wanted to impress him. No, I I remember I wanted to impress him how good I could swim. And he was like, you can swim so good. You can go swim over there by yourself with other people. (laughs) 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 And the people who, and the the kids who didn't know how he was, like, like, and it sounds so molestery now, but I wasn't thinking like that. But he was, like, like helping them and touching them and, like, helping them float and i was like i want his attention some of the stories i I could tell so much but again i didn't know how (laughs) sex worked i didn't know what the word gay was i'd never heard the word fag i didn't know about masturbation it was just then i think it was just really it was just that attention it was very innocent i want that attention and and uh, when other little boys were feeling that way over over teachers female teachers like pretty female teachers and having crush like guys would say i had a crush on your mom and you know and pretty teachers and i wasn't of course i wouldn't have a crush on my mom but they were i had pretty teachers looking back i had pretty young mm-hmm. teachers female teachers yeah same but i didn't feel no kind of way but my mm-hmm. friends would be like oh i had a, i had a crush on miss donahue and i'm like no yeah i had a crush on coach <laughs> right <laughs> on coach hey, so coach. So. right i had a crush on coach johnson you know <laughs> I, had a co- I had a crush on yeah so it, no, it was never you. that yeah For real. and that was without a book it, books don't make you gay they don't. they don't and speaking of books to be like more on the academic side or the administrative side i, I mentioned in the text to y'all that we have laws that have been passed now yeah that you know um lgbt rights have been passed and you know uh, uh same-sex marriage is passed and so if all of these laws are being passed this needs to filter down into the academic curriculum right you know what i mean and yeah. so i think that books like these need to be exposed to children so they can learn more uh, exposed but they children can read about it so they yeah. can learn more mm-hmm. you know and the but other thing i was gonna think about too the hypocrisy behind the whole turning thing like these people are afraid that their kids will turn gay but they're steady trying to turn gay kids straight you know what i mean yeah so it's just it's and it, to no avail it to doesn't no avail. work right, right. right exactly so those are two other gripes i have with the whole situation it's just crazy because it, it just doesn't i feel like not to get too sidetracked, but I even feel like people who are molested and think that them being molested turn them gay. Of course they I don't do. think it is. I think that adults When I know, say of course they do, of course they think that. Yes. I don't believe that. Yeah. I think that a lot of black boys are, are molested, period. Yes. And statistically speaking, some of them are going to, by chance, be gay just right. because they would have been gay anyway. Right. But I do think that adults, I think when you're young, like you said, you're innocent. But I think adults can see it. Like looking back, mm-hmm. like when I came out, there are people in my family who were like, you know, there were little clues when you were a kid. And mm-hmm. I think even now, like we, we talk about all right. the time. We have we have a mutual friend who has kids and one of his sons, at least I feel this way. I don't know about y'all. I don't want to give too many details, but I'm like, that boy's going to be gay. Like, oh, yeah, and he has a very yeah. homophobic mother yeah, and a n- neutral almost borderline homophobic father yeah. depending on the depending on the day and the and the weather but the thing is you can see it and predators i think predators pick on effeminate young boys yeah um because i think that i hate to say this and put people in a box but there's a good chance like sir 
when certain when young boys certain boys boys of a certain age exhibit certain kind of behavior Mm -hmm. there's a safe chance Mm -hmm. that they're probably gonna grow up to be queer in some way. Yeah. Like depending, I don't mean like they because they picked up a doll out of sheer curiosity and looked at it. Yeah. But I mean like when the boy always wants to play with the girls and always mm-hmm. wants to be in mom's heels and always wants to be in the makeup. And that's <laughs> not everybody's story. Right. Like the thing is, I wasn't like a flamboyant kid, but there were little things that my parents said that they could see now. Right. Um. Because at Same. first, at first Same. they were like super shocked and they were like, "Oh my god!" Because they're looking at Eric the man. But what's been happening a lot is that when I would talk to, especially talking to my dad, he's like, you know. Like ever since, like I've been thinking about it, like trying to see, like did I, did I know, or was this stuff, you know? And there were, there mm-hmm. were clues, and even Marcus, my younger brother, who I mention a lot, um, Marcus is human on Instagram. If you want, if you want to see him, because like I mention him like every podcast. Um, even he said, you know, there were things that I think looking back, I can see now, but I didn't want to see. So my point is, like, <clears throat> even I think even in guys I know who are secure in their sexuality. <clears throat> They'll say, this is the thing. We know guys who will say stuff like, well, I didn't know I was getting to like, I was like, I was 27 or 26. Lies. Get them enough alcohol and get them, or get them comfortable enough, get them to trust you enough. Mm-hmm. They'll open up and that age will drop younger yeah. and, and younger. younger. And, and there's, younger. A, there's a mutual friend of ours. I'm not going to name his name, but he went from, oh, I didn't do nothing until I was grown. I didn't even have a gay thought. Then you, feel, then you find out, oh, well, my father used to give me a hard time for mm-hmm. these tendencies. And oh, I had this feeling for this boy when I was eight. And oh, I feel... Mm-hmm. And no, so, no, I, no, and so yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, but I thought you ain't had no, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like my point is, we know. No, we do know. It and don't take actually, nothing one to of my, turn you. One of my mom's friends, I actually remember this somehow when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. She told, I think she either told my mom or one of her sisters. She was like, he's going to be gay when he grows up. Talking about me. Oh, wow. Because of, I guess, just either, it was either mannerisms at that, at that age or the way she saw me playing with other kids. Yeah. She was she was noticing yeah. that yeah. most of the time I wanted to play with other little boys. But I wouldn't like not like touch them or anything. Right. <laughs> just the way I would like avoid, you said, I would avoid the girls. Yeah. Yeah. I would avoid the girls mm-hmm. and go play with the guys and she was just like, Mm, he's gonna be gay when he grows up. See, I, and think, I remember that. I don't yeah, know. I, I had a, a well, you already like know six. my story. So, oh, <laughs> I mean, feel so, free to. I just feel like I always no. like to speak on things from the context of we have new listeners all no, the time. Yeah, yeah. Right. I hate to be redundant, but I feel like a lot of people don't want to listen, don't want to search for. Right. Can you give like a? I no, mean, no, we yeah, yeah, have yeah, two no, years I, I, of podcasts. Bro, I, know, <laughs> I was I was very much flamboyant as a little boy, and to this, I mean, like neck rolling. Uh, limp wrist as they say mm. um, You know snapping All that kind of stuff And I did wear my mom's heels I do remember that Because my brother Marcus Would always tease me about that um, One time I did put on my mom's lipstick I don't know if I ever told you that <laughs> yes. You told me I don't know if you told him the Okay pocket. yeah did I you did told me about that. Uh, Yeah Yes and I kissed her <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I put on my mom. I was I can't. I didn't know how much you was. wanted to share. No, that's that's what I'm gonna say. I put on my mom's lipstick and I kissed the counter. I don't know why I did. I was young. It's whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever. And my parents came home and I tried to wipe it off, but there was still like smudges there. I was under my eye. Like for real, got under my no, eye. No, 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 no. But um, and it was like um, what happened here or whatever. And so I I just tried to explain it away. So they let it go because I was not budging. I was yeah. not budging. But anyways, the story I wanted to tell was um, I was in church one time, <laughs> and uh. This girl, we were like sitting beside each other and we were writing notes back and forth. And she said, um, Michael is gay. And so oh, no. I was like, oh my God. I was like 12 or maybe 13 <laughs> oh, at that time. Wow. And so, you know, I was like really shocked. And I like wow. scribbled it out yeah. or whatever. But like little things like that just, 
it crushed him at that time because I was like, oh my God, what does she mean? Like I knew what she meant, but I didn't know what she yeah. meant, you know? Um, and then it made me really self-conscious about my mannerisms and all that kind of stuff. Yep. But that's like a, like a fleeting memory. And when I think back on it, there were plenty of signs of like who I was going to become to some degree. And not to say that every flamboyant boy will be gay. Right, right. You know? There's a lot of guys who aren't flamboyant and they're gay too. Right, because I was like, I was just very um, isolated and docile. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't really exhibit stereotypically me. feminine qualities. Right. For and, and, But what happened was for me, um, I was a very overweight kid. Yeah, yeah. And so at one point for me not to not date girls, mm -hmm. they were like, oh, he's overweight and he's shy and stuff. But then when I lost weight and then I still wasn't it. dating girls. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then when um, one of my first girlfriends was big, mm -hmm. and I remember my older brother being like, hmm. And like, like, right, yeah, yeah. like what's, what's that about, you yeah, know? Yeah. And when I started dating a girl who I guess was more societally acceptable, mm -hmm. he was like, I was worried about you at one point because it was one thing when you was big, but, yeah. you know, he probably won't even remember. I, I know he's like, would you stop bringing me up in the podcast? <laughs> but but I know he was, I know my older brother, I'll just say my older brother, Michael, was always suspicious. Mm -hmm. And also my parents tell me, and I don't remember this, they said when I was really little, like before, um, uh, before kindergarten, that my daycare was all girls and I was the only boy. Now, mm. I, obviously, I had no control over that. Right. Yeah, and so, but the girls would play with dolls. And so they said that I said I wanted to play with a doll, but they didn't think anything of it because they were like, well, Eric just doesn't want to be the one left out. Because mm. if I, without a doll, I would literally be not playing with nobody. Because right. all I had to play with were girls. Yeah. And so they were like, okay, I mean, when in Rome, like he wants to, he wants to play. And so they kind of let it go. But and I do not remember this, but they swear I asked for a My Little Pony, and one of my cousins mm. brought me a My Little Pony. They were nice and, though. My and I do not, nice. I do not remember this at all. Mm. But they a, took it. I was a fan. So of that those. might be part of why. I don't, no, I get you. <laughs> that might be part of why I don't remember it. I used to play my, dad, my sister's Barbie. But I do not remember head. that. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I used to I love. Those, yeah. My dad used to hate. He used to try to hide it, or whatever. But I would find it, and I'd be braiding her hair and combing it. And the thing is, like, I had all kinds maybe, of toys, but yeah, like maybe growing up, if we had books like what was it called, King and King, or whatever, yeah, then you know our perspective. Change, right. you know what I mean? But even if my oh my god, my parents probably would have tore that school up. You know. Now this is the thing up. I will say in the case of the teacher, I don't think he was wrong, but I don't think he was wise. Yeah. Um, I feel like yeah. one thing that I talk about with my dude all the time is I'm a realistic idealist, and that mm -hmm. you have to acknowledge what you would like the world to be, yeah. but also where you presently are. Right. right. And right. I feel like I would know, like, okay, I need to be careful, tactful, mm -hmm. and like really like coded and how I deliver this message to, to this young man. Yeah. If I think he needs some encouragement, mm -hmm. cause I've been as a teacher and I used to teach work with young, young children. I've had kids that I knew were gay. Mm -hmm. Um, or let me say, I can't, you can't know, but that I strongly suspected were gay or possibly yeah. well, queer, possibly trans, possibly gay, whatever. I knew that they weren't straight, right? Mm -hmm. They weren't going to live a heteronormative life if they had a free choice, mm -hmm. yeah. cause that's just not how they were wired. Mm -hmm. But I would try to let them know, without taking it to like a literal place to love themselves and that they were not, that they were in a safe space right. and that I was See, not judging them. For I never stuff. got that. Always the terms like faggot, sissy girl, Michael. it was always reinforced. Same in Negative my household, my family, member, my family, yeah, family, friends, friends, friends of the family. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell always, you, oh, you just, a, you just a little, if you, especially if you start crying, you're just a sissy. Right. Exactly. And I'm like, that kind of thing stuck with me. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. And, and of course I, w I always wanted to hide. Like, right. Just hide myself. Well, yeah. I'm going to give y'all examples exactly. of, of things I think you exactly. can do. Like this is just one example. But when I was at the Maryland Performing Arts Center, um, I was the head of their vocal department there. And one thing I liked that they did was they did a lot of work for suicidal teens. Mm -hmm. And also they were very, very open. 
And so, and I had one young boy. I don't know if he was suicidal. I'm not going to put that on him. But he's a young black boy, maybe 12, maybe like 14. I think whatever I thought he was, he was older than that. But he looked really young. Very small in frame. Just very skinny, very small body. Just naturally yeah. a small boy. With like kind of a husky voice, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he came in with his headphones on. I might have told a story before. I'm sure I've told it to you guys. But, um, but he came with his mom. And he could sing. He sang for me. Um, but the point is, he came with his headphones on, and I was to break the ice. I was like, "What, what were you listening to?" And he was like, "Ah," I was like, "And I was like, what? What? You know, just tell me. Like, what were you listening to?" And, and the mom's like, "Just tell him, baby. What were you listening to?" And um, he's like, "I, I don't want to say." And immediately, I knew what was up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, you know what? I love listening to like Beyonce." And Rihanna, and he's like, yeah, I like Rihanna. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I love Mariah Carey too. And he's like, I love Mar. I don't love no Beyonce, but I said it for mm-hmm. him right. because it's I to knew make more comfortable. And just right. to, and he was like, yeah, Empathy. and he and he was like, and I like, and he was naming all these female artists, and I, I knew. And um, and when the lesson was over, um, his mom broke down crying in my arms, thanking me, and talking mm-hmm. about how his father gives him such a hard time at home, and how his father's a minister or a deacon or something like that, and how it's it was the, the most kindness her boy had been showed in a long time. Mm-hmm. And it was the only lesson I ever had with him, but I'll never forget. And she was just blubber, like crying. My shirt was like wet at the spot that mm-hmm. her face was in my shirt, like in my chest, just falling apart. <clears throat> like she was like, go to, go to the car, you know, mm-hmm. Gerald or whatever his name was, and, um, and just broke down crying. She's like, I don't want him to see, I don't want him to see, wiping her eyes. And she's like, just thank you, like you don't know how much it means. And just for me, and I didn't say like, hey, I'm gay and I think you are too. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was just like letting him know, like, look. Just dropping hints for him yeah, to know that you like, can be comfortable yeah. and you can be yourself. It's right. like, hey, like, I wish somebody you know, would have done that shit for me exactly. when I was that age. And you know, I just wish somebody would have done that. And that's oh why gosh, I have man. such and a And I feel like he knew, what was, like, he knew what was up. Like, he knew yeah, what I was getting on. at. He you know? I have yeah. such a soft spot, some, even though at one point I was against it because it was self-hating, against um, effeminate men. You yeah. know what I mean? Where it's just so obvious in yeah. a way because of the mannerisms. Yeah. Because the, the, especially as children, because the type of pushback that they get can be so strong. It is. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and it kind of makes sense where when you think about people who are really out, and I know we're out as well, but um, like when you think about uh, gay pride and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's the people that we would ca- categorize as more flamboyant. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like they, they were the ones who were most courageous, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and living their lives before the DL phenomenon came and all that kind of stuff. Right. But um, it's, yeah, it's, it's just, like, it's I'm going to be honest. Like, I just told Michael this before you got here, dear, that um, I've been asked to participate in a big photo shoot for um, a body positivity thing for, for men um, from a photographer. Um, Tariq Carroll, who's doing these these shoots, he's getting a lot of press from like Logo and NBC mm-hmm. and stuff. And for this photo shoot, they want me to wear a leather jacket and a kilt. Mm-hmm. And I hope he's not upset with me saying this. I hope I'm not ruining anything. But I told Michael, I was like, I'm kind of scared a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I'm not used to kind of, I guess because I still have privileges that I'm generally seeing as masculine, you know, and I don't try to be like no homo thug or whatever, but it's just... I don't. I I have never really been penalized for people perceiving me as feminine in, in my adult life, at least not that I can recall. Right. And so, um, I know I'm I'm gonna be opening myself up to some shit for it. But the thing is, I had to tell myself like, do I see a problem with it? And the answer is no. <clears throat> and so, um, and it's it's for, it's for the whole shoot. <laughs> the whole shoot is channel is challenging male notions of. Um, societal notions of what it means to be a man, what it means to be handsome, mm-hmm. yeah. what it means to be um 
masculine, all that stuff. So it's like all different types of stuff. So different types of bodies, different ethnicities. You have trans men, um, cisgendered men. You have um, femme, femme guys. You have, you know, all different, mm -hmm. you know, thick, uh, like proudly fat people, skinny, whatever. It's like everything. And so, and I, um, and so I'm going to participate, but I, I was like, part of me was like, damn, I'm feeling it just from doing this for like an official, like professional photo shoot. I haven't yeah. had to live like, you know, like that. So I, I can't imagine like the anxiety. Yeah. And, and sometimes I wonder um, if I had never had that, um, that bullying and, and that was the being reinforced that is so wrong to, you know, turn your head this way, yeah. have this in your voice, turn walk your wrist that way, way, walk this way, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Would I still, would I have changed at all? You know, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I think a I, lot of us have gotten the walk this way speech. Yeah, exactly. Even if and it I, wasn't directed toward us, I would, my ears would perk up when I would see yeah, somebody else being corrected. Definitely. Like, oh, there is a way to walk. There is a way to sit. There, there is, is a way yeah. to move. Mm -hmm. To in, in a way, it's like for your own protection, to be safe. No, definitely, yeah. definitely. But, I, you know, I, I want, I know some things I just grew out of. You know yeah. what I mean? There was, there's no need for me now to be snapping and rolling my neck. I mean, it's just not there. <laughs> right, anymore. Right, right. That, like, actually, it was actually my uh, elementary school years into my middle school years is where it started to go away. You know, and then high school is when I, I was like more masculine. Um, and I, I felt like a lot of it was just natural. And then some of it yeah. might have been trying a little bit, you know? Right. And then by the time I got to college, I was just, I am who I am. Right. But, um, but yeah, that stuff really sticks with you because even when I was way past that and then finally I was starting to accept myself as being gay, I had an issue with other effeminate men. Right. You know, even though I wasn't, you know, uh, exhibiting those those numbers anymore. When I saw it in someone else, it was just a turn. Because they were reminding you of the, of yeah. the pieces of, of what yeah. you went through. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and yeah. I was like, oh, I can never be for a guy who is feminine. It's just not going to yeah. happen. I'm not attracted to them or whatever. And so that stuff just sticks in your mind. And you know, it's yeah. funny. The more comfortable I've gotten with myself, the more. <laughs> oh, my dude doesn't hear this in the wrong way. If he, but the more I can, I can see myself being attracted to guys that are more feminine mm -hmm. because I no longer feel. I feel like the stuff that tends to like. When gay men have problems with other dudes being feminine, it's usually because you don't like that part of yourself. Right. Yeah. Because we all have a feminine. Every man of whatever orientation has a. Every human has a feminine and masculine yeah. component to, right. to yes. their of course. to, yeah. their, yeah. to yeah. themselves. Mm -hmm. And so, I feel like we live in a society where black men are generally just not allowed. And we didn't talk about the Michael Vick thing today. We could save it for next time or whatever. It's yeah. stuff it develops. But I just generally feel like um, we just have a very hyper masculine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We just have a very hyper-masculine culture. We do. Yeah. Um, yeah, where everybody has it. to conform to this very specific... And, I, and people, some people listen like, Michael Vick, I, I had a story on how I was going to get there. But the point is, like, I think that um, as it pertains to this, black people need to let go of concern for the gay thing. Gays is not what's bringing us down. It's mm -hmm. hyper-masculine culture. That's exactly yeah. what it it's, is. It's, yep. it's guys making dogs fighting. It's guys... Um, killing each other. It's the fact that Chicago had like how many murders over the you know, I don't know. the Fourth of July. We it's guys worried about uh, what fucking Snapchat filter you use. Mm. Yeah, as yeah. evidence. In, you know, it's guys right. saying it's things like, "Oh, well, if you if you ever bottom one time, that you're not a true top." It's like we have these. We have. <laughs> I saw that on Facebook. We we, we have <laughs> these like cartoonish mm -hmm. ideas of what manhood is because we haven't learned what it really is to be a man. Right. Yeah, and, and black masculinity is so. Fragile it is. because it's like it's like paper thin. Yep. It's like the finest glass because we're so we're so afraid. We feel because we feel we we're secretly afraid that we're not strong enough, we're not man enough, whatever that means. 
And yeah, so what does it mean? We're, exactly. we're, fr- we're afraid of it, it being taken us? away, you know. Man law. Oh, right, right. It's just so funny how mm. we're so, and I see, I, I mean, I see it amongst gay guys. I see it, I see it amongst yeah, crony yeah, gay yeah. guys. That's what really gets me, and I know we kind of touched on it already, but we're already behind in a sense of people perceiving us as less than, and then our own people seeing us as less than as well. You know what right. I mean? Like if you're it's gay selfie. and you're still, you know, pushing these stereotypes or whatever, come on, you got to wake up. Please. It's self-hate and it's a lack of wisdom. It's a lack of awareness. It's the same. It's to me, the gay guy who's like, Oh, I'm not femme at all. That's, that's them. I don't deal with no femme dudes. Right. That's like the guy. That's the same thing as what's his face bleaching his skin to try to be more white. Sammy Sosa. Yeah. That's, yes. that's, that's same self-hate. Like you're trying yeah, to identify like, and the thing is, if if you are not femme, okay, just don't be femme. Yeah, like just right. just be you. If that's just not you, it's right. just not you. Exactly. But for you to go around proclaiming your disdain for it all the live long day, mm-hmm. me thinks the queen doth protest too much. <laughs> yes. Like you need to calm down. Like what is going on? Like the next time you find yourself ranting and raving about how you can't stand trans people, or how you can't stand femme people, or how you can't stand fat people, or how you can't stand dark skin, light skin, blah, 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 blah. check yourself because something's going on with you. Yes. It is. That's, that's you. I... All right. Gotta, all right. I'm good. Yeah. See y'all next time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, peace. <laughs> all right, that's all.